I am the sound of revival. The word is waiting for me to be heard. The word of the Lord declares in Acts 1 9. Now, when he has spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Somebody say with me, this same Jesus. I can't hear you. Say this same Jesus. And from verse 1 to verse 8, it was when Jesus had finished commissioning the disciples, the apostles, for the work of the kingdom. And saying, ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. And then he gave them the jurisdictions, where they have to start from, and where they'll be ending up to. So it was then, that the verse 9, that after he has finished, Speaking to the disciples or finished commissioning the disciple, then the cloud of glory came to receive him. Then everything was like cinema to them. Then they were gazing and looking at Jesus. Oh, so it is true that what this man said or told us, we are witnessing it today. But as they were gazing at him, and he was being received into glory. They forgot about the fact that he told them before that he will come back again. They were only at that point concentrating on how Jesus should, or why Jesus should leave them at that moment. Then two men appeared. They were an angels. So two angels appeared, stood by them, and said, you guys, what is wrong with you? The same Jesus that you saw being received in the clouds, he will come in the same manner. The same manner. First of all, I want to submit to you that Jesus is not of any color. So if you have hangings on your rooms which portray Jesus to be a white man, go and put it down. Because God is not of color. God is a spirit. And though he chose to come in the form of man, I believe strongly that the jurisdiction that he came from, at that time, they were not men of color or women of color. But somewhere, somehow, some people saw that to portray the savior of the world as a man coming from a particular color. You may dispute it, but you take it and go home and work on it. I believe that Jesus just looked like me. I believe that Jesus, when he came, just looked like you. 
Just forget about that blonde hair, long hair, and that sort of thing. That's not Jesus. It has even prevented a lot of people, especially in our African continent, to accept him. That's why they said our God is a foreign God. But Jesus never came as a foreign God. I believe you are following me. Theologians can dispute it. But I also did a little theology in school. So we can sit down and debate. Praise the Lord. But what I want to submit tonight is that the Bible said the same Jesus that you see going up, that you saw going up, the same Jesus will come in like manner. Ladies and gentlemen, the first two speakers that have gone ahead of me have established credible facts and truth about the coming of Christ Jesus. But one thing that we have to understand here is that before the first advent of Christ, it took thousands of years for the manifestation of the prophecies of the prophets of old. So virtually people even forgot about the prophecy. People even forget about the fact that Jesus will be coming as a savior. But all of a sudden the will of the Lord came to pass. Now so Jesus came and Jesus had done his earthly ministry. It's amazing that he could not even last beyond four years that he gave up the ghost because that was the mandate from the father in heaven so within three years three and a half years according to the history of the or, or the or the recordings jesus have to go back to where he came from but he said he will be coming back we are all witnesses of some preachers who have said in the past that the preaching of the coming of Jesus Christ has been as old as Adam. If he would come, he would have come by now. So you go ahead and do whatever you want to do. Build houses, do businesses, have field trips, vacation trips, marry, enjoy yourself, drink, and eat the best kind of food that you can eat. And forget about the coming of Jesus. Jesus will not come. It's just a history. Some even said, the man who came dead in the last, the last three, the last election or something, we popularly call him Wagum. Gum said, there is not even a name called Jesus on this earth. That nothing has ever existed called Jesus. That it is just a fiction. If you have ever voted for such a man, just, uh, you are just like him. But I just thank God for the life of Papa. I said, this is not condemnation conference. But I want you to know that you don't just follow people because they sound good, they articulate good, and then they present something that is appealing to you. When Goom formed his political party and was going about and I see him as a 419 man. If you say you are called a preacher, go continue preaching. What have you got to do 
with politics. I've never seen or heard Paul have ever desired to become a president. So Goom said, nothing has ever existed as Jesus. I don't know if he's still around. So that was the president you were voting for. <laughs> so there was nothing called Jesus. But ladies and gentlemen, I believe that the name Jesus has existed. He came on earth. He did the mandate and accomplished the mandate of the Father in heaven brought us salvation and he said I will go in my father's house are many mansions so I am going back to my father as a laborer we're going to dig the foundations we're going to lay the blocks we're going to take care of the roads and the streets and all that and when we are done I will come back and I will receive you he said where I am there you also be How many of you believe in prophecy? You wish I could have even prophesied to you right now. How many of you believe in divine healing? You wish you could receive a divine healing right now. How many of you believe free money from heaven? Prosperity from heaven? You believe all this? Now if you believe all this, then why would I believe that Jesus will come back again? He will come back. He will come back. So the angels said to the men of Galilee, he said, ye men of Galilee, why ye gaze into the sky? The same Jesus that you see going up, he will return in the same manner. So peradventure, you have lost your bearing and your focus about the coming of Christ Jesus. We appeal to you and I appeal to myself. That we need to go back and start from where we have left it. Somebody say amen. amen. Revelation chapter 16, verse 15. Revelation 16, 15 said, It said, Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked. And they see his shame. It is written in red ink. And we all know that anytime that we are reading the word of God and we see red ink, that's direct pronouncement from the mouth of the Lord Himself. Behold, I am coming as a thief. I stress this again, even though the first two speakers on that. But I said, I am coming as a thief and blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Thieves don't come at the time that you are ready. Thieves will not break into your home when you are ready. Had it not been so, armed robbers would have come and attack us in our homes at the time that we are having dinner. Are you here with me? But armed robbers come at the time that men are fast asleep. 
Then they come to do their operations. I remember some years ago, few years ago, we went to church Sunday morning, and by the time we had returned, our house was boggled. This broke into the house. And when they broke into the house, they just went straight into the master bedroom, broke the master bedroom window, and went straight into the master bedroom, did the operations, and then they left. And that thief, those thieves were so wicked that when they were leaving, they locked the gate inside and went over the wall and left. So we came back from church and then we were trying to open our own gate and the gate will not open. We tried several times, the gate will not open. So we asked one of our sons and said, go to the back of the house and be careful because there's an electric fence on the wall. Be careful and see if you can go over the fence and get inside and see why the gate is not opening. And lo and behold, they said the gate was locked inside. Who locked the gate inside? The thieves. Why should I bring this story? I brought this story to buttress the point of what Revelation just said. Say he will come like a thief, but be watchful. And we had ourselves to be blamed. We blame ourselves allowing the thieves to boggle our house at that time. Why? Because we were not watchful. We were not watchful. Then we realized that the thief had access to our residence because the first wall was deactivated. So there was no power in the fence wall and we didn't know. So I believe that the thieves might have come to try it over and over and realize that the fence wall, the power in the fence wall is off and yet the inmates of the house are not aware of it. So we will take advantage and they took advantage. So it was when we came back and we're going around, how could the thieves, because we realized that one side of the fence wall, because on the other side, <clears throat> there's a construction going on. That's our next neighbor. There's a construction going on, but uncompleted. So they have to come through that place, broke the fence wall and enter. How could a fence wall with fire be broken? Until we tested and we realized that there was no power in the fence wall. One good neighbor came to us to sympathize with us. And when he came, he said, Bishop, Mama, I was surprised. And I told everybody in this community that if thieves could boggle this house, then we dear, we are in trouble. <laughs> then he said, Why did I say so? He said, Look at this house. You have a wall around the house. You have an electric fence on the wall. Then you have camera watching everybody. And yet the thief broke through. Ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what the devil is doing to the church. The church has gone to sleep. 
The Bible said we need to watch. We need to be watchful. My submission tonight is that the same Jesus that left the shores of Galilee, the same Jesus will come back again. He said, blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So it will be interesting when Jesus appears now in the trumpet sound and then I salute you, dog. The trumpet sound and then people begin to vanish. And people begin to vanish. And people begin to vanish. But that is how his coming will be like. And the church fathers call it rapture. So you miss the rapture. Then the next day your friends see you and say, ah, but you were the present worship leader. How come you couldn't make it? Are we ready? Are we ready for his coming? That's the team. I'm just preaching the team. Or probably after the news is read, CNN, BBC, GTV, TV, and all that. Then your friend is just standing by your side and he's just making mockery of you. And say, Fafali, what has happened to you? Dr. Tete is gone. Papa Wan is gone. Mamaga is gone. What is happening? What will be the excuse you will give? That's what Papa once said. It's a serious business this week. Maybe I said when I received the invite to come and speak, I was shaking. I was shaking. Somebody say with me, say, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me. Help me to be ready for your second coming. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus will come back again. And his coming is very soon. In Revelation chapter 3 verse 11. Revelation 3 11 declares. I want you to follow me closely. Revelation 3, 11 said, He said, Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have. Number one, you have your salvation. That you must place premium over. Can you just say amen? He said, what you have, hold it fast. I am coming quickly. Quickly. How soon is that quickly? And men have argued. And men have said nasty things about the coming quickly, coming soon. But hear me, the word of the Lord said, a day before the Lord, it's like, come on, preach with me. It's like, it's like thousand years. And thousand years before the Lord is like, like a day. So if I were you, that quickly I will 
guard it and work my salvation through. Paul said, work out your salvation with fear and with trembling that you don't lose what you have received. Say, hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown. So we are working for a crown. When we get to heaven, it will be a shocker. I heard the first speaker said it. That on earth, salvation is for all. But in heaven, the crown is not for all. What you work for on this earth is what you receive in eternity. Come on, is somebody here with me? So Jesus said, what you have, hold it fast. That you don't lose your crown. So salvation is the first crown you must not lose. And we all must guard against that. Did it look like the church is drawing back? Not that it looks, the church has drawn back. Let me put it that way. The church has drawn back. Because the activities of the church just shows that. The attitude of the members just showed that. The attitude and the character of some preachers just showed that. That the church of God has backslided. But we will come back again. I said the church will come back again. When a man fall, he shall rise again. Somebody said hallelujah. The church must rise up. He said what you have, hold fast. Number two. When you read Revelation chapter 2 verse 1 I'll be reading a lot of scriptures tonight. Revelation chapter 2 verse 1 I'll show you one of the things that we must hold fast. Revelation 2 1 said It said to the church to the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. He said, I know your works, your labor, your patience and that you cannot bear those who are evil. Praise the Lord. And you have tested those who said they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. And you have, you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Verse 4, it says, Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. So I say, Heavenly Father, I still ask for mercy. The church it's on a backsliding track that we need to do everything possible to redeem the image of the church. Jesus said we have left the first love to the church of Ephesus. The first speaker spoke about the Laodicean church. But the Lord said go and present to them the church of Ephesus. The first love. He said hold fast what you have that you don't lose your crown. Ladies and gentlemen, it will be a vain thing to work 
and to work and to labor and to labor and to labor that you get to a certain stage of your Christian life and then just some sister or some brother slightly offend you or heavily offend you and then you drop everything that you have been doing for the Lord. Jesus said, hold fast what you have, that no man take your crown. Your first love. We're talking about how ready we are for the coming of the Lord. What has first love got to do with the coming of the Lord? It has something to do with the coming of the Lord. Because Jesus is not coming for a witch church. Jesus is not coming for backsliding Christians. But Jesus is coming for the church, for a militant church, a church that is active and a church that is up and doing. That's the church Jesus is coming for. And there's no consideration if you lose your first love and you lost your crown on earth and then Jesus come and then you are not gone then you begin to blame him. No, you have yourself to be blamed. Because he told you, he forewarned you. He said, hold fast. Hold fast. Including we the preachers. We should hold fast. The first love. So the struggling that the church is struggling right now is as a result that majority of the flock have lost their first love. They've left their first love. If we can find a way to go back for the first love, I believe that we'll be ever ready when he comes. When he appears, we'll go with him. But when you lose your first love, you've lost everything. When you lose your first love, you lose your first love, you become so lukewarm in the church that anything, you become anything goes Christian. I pray that some of our church fathers in the land today will come to the realization that we need to go back. They need to take us back from where they began with us. The other day I heard somebody was saying there is no spirituality about all night. How ready are we as a church for his coming? Oh, all night has nothing to do with his coming. No, it has something to do. Because if Jesus himself prayed all night how do you now come to tell me that there's no spirituality about all night? Are you here with me? I'm teaching. You will get to understand why I'm making this statement. Praise the Lord. And don't keep quiet over me. Come on, flow with me. Because the church, you, you, are, you are used to that. If I were to be prophesying, this place would be lit. If I were to be declaring your blessing, you have been jumping and somersaulting and taking it. But flow with me. Hallelujah. We are only, hear me, we are only, we are, we are reminding ourselves of where we have lost our first love. That we need to go back consciously. Your church activities, you have lost it. Your church attendance, you have lost it. After morning devotion, we don't talk about it again. Prayer life, we have lost it. Evangelism, we have lost it. There is no fire in the church. The only time we receive fire in the church is when we call for prophetic gathering. 
Now almost every church is now into prophetic. We have lost our first love. I saw a banner somewhere the other day. And one of the mainline main churches. And I saw prophetic revival. Then the speakers, prophet so and so, prophet so and so, prophet so and so. They said, since when have these people also begun this prophetic thing? Then if these people are not into prophetic, then with the charismatics and the Pentecostals, we are finished. I was in my hometown the other day, take me, and a Catholic church that I have known for many years, in front of the Catholic church, big banner, three days revival. I said, ah. Team, so, so, and so. I said, okay. Another time I visited the same place, I drove past, I saw another banner. All night prayer service. I said, wow. Catholic church, oh. But charismatic and Pentecostal movements, we have to beg. You see, the people that who have left their first love, they are going back for their first love. And we rather are not losing our first love. How ready are we for the coming of Christ Jesus? This same Jesus you see going, he will come in the same manner. Literally now, if we call for revival meetings or conferences or conventions, we have to strategically position people with, with calls, with telephone. Make sure you call 10 people. Make sure you reach out to 20 people. Make sure you reach out to your cell members. If you don't do that, they are not showing up. The church of Ephesus, Jesus rebuked them and said, you have left your first love. Go back for the first love. Let's go back for the first love. He said, nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Hallelujah. Church, I say hallelujah. To hold fast for the second coming of our Lord Jesus simply means that we need to be vigilant and be watchful. As one of the scriptures said it. We need to be vigilant and be watchful. Vigilant and be watchful. I said to Petra Church the other day, I think just the past Sunday, now we are Thousands and thousands of preachers worldwide. Even in Ghana here, Nigeria, wherever. And when you click your Facebook open or your IG open, you hear thousands of preachers preaching. And every one of them have their theory that they propound. Every one of them have what they present to the public. So, your members, our members leave church on Sunday morning, 
get back home right in the afternoon or in the evening, they are on the internet. They switch on televisions. Now, Ghana, we have channels over 300 of TV stations. When you flip this, boom, 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 boom. When you flip that, bah, 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 bah. when you flip this one, bah, 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 bah. so sometimes I become irritated. And as if church is just to be every day to catch witches. As if every day church is just for us to give people honey to drink. As though church is every day we just to give people coke and apple to be eating and be drinking. That's what we call church now. But we have left the waiter matters. The first love. Are we ready? So, you leave your church, a church like Adonai, or a church like Outreach, or a church like uh, World Life. You leave your church, you get back home, and then you begin to neutralize and water down the good teachings you have received from your man of God or woman of God in the name of another preacher on the internet. It's making the church not to be ready. It's making the church not to be ready. We are losing what we have received from the beginning. So you have thousands of preachers that you are listening to every day. And you make none effect that which your own shepherd has been teaching you. So you weigh us in a balance. No. The other day, the thing that Fafali was teaching, I, I, I really, really, really don't get it. I really don't believe it. But this one, Prophet Dr. Major Minor, the one he presented is the one I'll go with. I'll go for. Jesus said, we should hold fast. And the first love, we need to go back for the first love. So we need to be vigilant and be watchful. I told you because we were not vigilant and watchful, we left our house open to the thief and the thief broke in. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight you will agree with me that your life, your Christian life is not the same as it used to be. Praise the Lord. If I want to enter into the bedroom of preachers, it will be something because I'm one of the preachers. We take things for granted now. I used to fast and pray almost every week, at least once or twice a week. I would do midnight prayer alone at least about three or four times in a week. It got to a time I began to sleep. No more midnight prayer. Then the Lord came to remind me. He said, remember where you began from. Go back for your first love. So I called my mother. I said, my mother, we are going back. So I said, first love. Now, so examine yourself and see what is your first love that you have left? First love. He said, hold fast. We need to be vigilant and we need to be watchful. 
Vigilant here is telling us that we need to be very wise as Christians. Very, very wise. Because men have crept in. Men of evil agenda have crept in on our way into the church. As though they are angels. And they are making mess of the church of God. It's not only preachers, false preachers, false teachers, and false prophets who have crept into the church. But there are ordinary men and women also who have come into the church with their own agenda. We need to be vigilant. How ready are you? Some people don't care about their salvation. Some people don't care about the second coming of Jesus. Some people don't care about heaven or hell. All they care about is to satisfy their own flesh. So if you exalt the flesh, you can never be enlisted among those who are ready for a second coming. Am I on course? Are we learning something tonight? We need to be vigilant too. And we need to be very wise. The Bible said, we should be as wise as the serpent and we should be harmless as harmless as the dove so as people of the light we must walk in the light always we must walk with the light with our eyes open because men and women have been released into the church as though they are sheep but Jesus described them as wolves in sheep clothing so a lot of wolves in sheep clothing has entered into the kingdom unaware. And they have contributed to majority of the membership of the church of God losing their first love. We need to be wise. Even in the church, I told the church, I said, you must choose your friends in the church, not your friends to choose you. Because we came as individuals and we are, we, are, we, we, are, we are made into a big family but we shall go as individuals. Are you here with me? So if you see the way someone is dancing and you want to dance the same, it may affect you. I'm not saying that don't dance in the church. Dance in the church. Praise your God. The son of God is coming again. That's the latest dance now, right? It's from tech. That's the latest. I love it. I love that dance. The son of God is. But probably, you when the people are ending it here, you must end it here. Hello. Because we shall go individually. Am I preparing somebody? We shall go individually. Vigilant. Someone say vigilant. Wise. We need to be very wise. Very, very, very wise. Somebody's having a severe migraine in the church. I came to talk about the coming of Jesus, about the Lord is severe migraine. If you're here, you have a dust migraine on the left side of your head. The Lord 
will be touching you very soon. You can just wave at me if you are to have a con. You have a Mama, are you the one? You have a migraine? Wave at me. Let me see. Those, the one, I just felt it. Somebody's having a migraine problem. Hello? When I say migraine, it's a severe headache. A severe headache. Abnormal headache. And you feel it on your left side of your head. You are the one. Show me where it is. Yeah, you see the left side. The Lord will touch you as we close. Somebody say hallelujah. I don't know why. You know, the thing when it is inside you, you know, even when you're talking about uh, the Lord will still. But we're talking about being vigilant, being wise. Papa once said the first night, he said, now we don't know who to believe. Because some of the gurus of the church, the church fathers, some of the gurus are now aligning with the Pope to form the one world religion. And ladies and gentlemen, when you go on the internet and then you, you research and you see the names that are popping up, it's frightening. We are not here to mention names, but go and do the research yourself. It's so frightening. Men with a huge following, men with influence and affluence in the society, men who are commanding and their names are being aligned in conjunction with the agenda of one world religion, then I said, oh God. And listen, now you see everything that is being done in the world now is channeling us towards one world religion and the one world government and everything. Whether we like it or not. You see, they are gradually collecting us. It's like a rock pop It's like when you go the fish, I mean, hello, those of you who are coming from the coast, right? Uh-huh. When they trap, they cast the net. Then the fishermen are dragging the drag net. Even those, uh, whatever, you know, they trap the, the, the fishes in the net. Gradually, 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 they, they gather them at one place and the fish could not escape. That is what is happening now. One world religion and one world government is coming. In the 80s, when I got saved, Dr. Maurice Lulu was warning the church so many years about this one world government and as a baby Christian at that time I was like what is this, what is this but I clearly followed some of these great teachers and some of these great prophets who have great revelations about what Satan is about doing in the end time of course we can't talk about the coming of Christ Jesus and without talking about the end times but we are not here to teach on the end times. We are not here to teach on tribulation. Whether we believe in pre-tribulation or mid-tribulation or post-tribulation. That's not what we are here for tonight. We are here to just remind ourselves that the same Jesus that you see going up. The same Jesus will come in like manner. So how ready are we? So Jesus said we should hold fast. Jesus said we should be vigilant. Jesus said we should be wise. I will appeal to all the preachers this evening that if it is possible, at least in our church calendars, we should make way, we should make provisions for, for this awareness, you know, once every quarter of the year 
that we will always keep on reminding our flocks of the coming of Jesus. Because like now we are all chasing money. Now we are all chasing houses. Now even preachers boast of how many lands that they own, how many houses that they have, how many cars that they drive. We are all boasting. And it is like Christianity now, you don't have a house, what a tree. You don't have a car, mm-mm, for you, you are not called. Now, even protocol. Protocol in various churches. You see, as I'm, I came in as a guest speaker, the protocol will be expecting me that I come with limousine. Then they will accord me the respect that is due me. So when you are coming in, you see, you are conscious of what you are driving to the place. So the other day, my brother said he went to a program. He was the main speaker, but he went with the car that he had to go and park somewhere. So many years, what I'm telling you. Because this thing has begun so many years. So he has to park his car somewhere. Golf. Golf. Is it golf two or golf one or something? Golf one. It was not first hand, but third hand or even fourth hand. He has to park it somewhere and walk to the conference center. But when conference has closed and he has delivered powerfully and people were saved, the sick were healed, the captives were set free, the anointing was so great. Oh, he was the champion. Then it was the time about the time for him to go. And then this protocol lady said, oh, I want to escort you. Because there is a, a parcel they gave him and the pro- protocol have to help him with the parcel to his car. Oh, Maminko Jao, why? The man of God said, it is okay. I will carry my own thing. This lady insisted. Because probably, hear me, I'm not saying, I'm not drawing conclusion. No. Sometimes in the church, I will push it. <laughs> when we are crying for anointing, Lord, anointing, anointing. We want to walk in the power, 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 manifestation, power. Hey. There are women in the church, when they see you with the power like that, they draw close to you. So probably, this protocol lady might have been drawn to this man of God. Man of God. And want to see what kind of car he's driving. Probably. But this man of God was trying to resist. The lady also insisted. Resisting. Insisting. Resisting. Insisting. Finally, the one who was insisting won the battle. So they went together. And then, with all humility, he opened his car door. And then, oh, now, man of God, now, okay, no, okay. And then, yeah. and I say, oh, where did I say, oh, brush us here? Why, why do you do that? Why do you do that to us? Number one. So now, if you are going to a program, you have to look for a helicopter so that they know that the man of God has arrived. 
Dr. Jaiten, but the helicopter has nothing to do with the coming again, the coming of Christ Jesus. Now, it is what we have been given and we must hold fast on it. The salvation is the most important thing. So whether you own helicopter, you don't own helicopter, that day will come. And your heart will be revealed. Someone should be vigilant. Tell your neighbor, be wise. Can I speak a little bit of my language? My language is the best language in the whole world. Can I speak a little bit of it? There's an adage in my language. My grandmother has said it over and over and it has got stuck in my spirit and has become my artisotty, my rod and my staff. I thought the guns and the accounts would be shouting interpretation. They translate. Kasa is monkey. Avesa is monkey type. So they are all from the same family. Kasa sprint. Avesa also sprint. But Avesa is more swifter than Kasa. So the two of them, they are parties. I'm talking about vigilant in the church and be wise in the church. In the kingdom. So they were all in the forest hanging on the tree. Then the adversary sprang. Then said, Oh, I can also do the same. He followed the adversary. They were all going. Then they got to a point where adversary have to now stretch. The Kese also, adversary can stretch more than than Kese. That Kese also seen the friend stretching like that. Then he also said, Let me also follow him. By the time he read, bah! the he bone got dislocated. <laughs> that verse said, I told you. I told you. In the church, hear me, let me submit. I said, We came as individuals. Man of God, you know, be so. We shall go as individuals. In heaven gate, there is nothing called. Uh, please, the name of your ministry. I forgot. Super, super life chapel. There's nothing called super life chapel. There's nothing called Pentecost. There's nothing called Petra. There's nothing called World Life. There's nothing called Adonai. There's nothing called Presby. There's nothing called Roman Catholic. Hey, somebody hearing me? No, 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 no. There's nothing like that. We are all kingdom members. But as members of the kingdom, we must always be on the alert. So when you see your friend, adversary, is doing something eh, in the church, you, you are, just see yourself as Kese. Don't follow adversary to lose your crown. No. Because losing the crown is very easy. Obtaining it is not easy. Do you know how much people pray before I got saved? You yourself, yourself. You are my friend. No, you look at yourself. You yourself. Me, I tell myself. I talk about. You look at. 
How long did it take you for you to get saved? How many people came to witness to you? Me, people placed me on their prayer list. The day I got saved and I announced it, people were literally celebrating me. So how can this celebration end in a shame? Because one of the scriptures said, it said, be watchful. If not, you shall, you shall do what? You shall lose your garment and walk in shame. We can't lose our garment. We can't afford to walk in shame. So we have to be on the alert. Ladies and gentlemen, in this walk with vigilant, in this walk with wise, being wise and all that, you may, somebody say may, you may sleep and fall, but don't remain there. And the prophet said, rejoice not over me, oh my enemies. When I fall, I shall rise again. Many have fallen and they could not rise again. But I came to charge somebody. I came to charge you, my brother. I came to charge you, my sister. Where you have fallen, make the effort to rise up. Because you cannot, you don't have to lose your crown. Jesus will come again. He said, I, will, I am coming quickly. Quickly. How soon? I cannot tell you. We are moving on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to be very wise. In being wise, we have to guard against deception. If you are not wise, you'll be foolish. When you are foolish, you can easily be deceived. Praise the Lord. We have to guard against deception. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 6 said, Ephesians 5, 6. Say, let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things, cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Let no man deceive you with vain words. I am the one who can command the thunder to blast. I am the one who can do this. I am the one who can do that. I am the one who can do this. I am the one who can give you this. I am the one who can give you that. Let you not, may you not be deceived with vain words. If you sit down quietly and you listen to men and women of God and they go like this, I will give you this. I will give you that. I will give you that. Run away from those people. Though the thing is not in our pocket too. If the thing is in our pocket, the miracles that God used us, maybe some uh, one year ago, eh, when we have fasted and prayed and believed, God said, God, move, 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 and the Lord moved. That, that movement will have been with us even till eternity. But the one that happened last week, you have to go and fast and pray again and wait upon him for another one to happen. Am I calling the church to order? I will give you this. Are you here with me? So I asked the question, who you And I would say, who can you And I would say, who members know? 
Say, Radin, Eddie Mount, I was who would tell Am I talking to the church? So let us be vigilant. And Jesus himself said it that in the last days, many shall come in my name and they shall say, I am the Christ. Hear me? Christ simply means anointed. So, as I am anointed, I can also say I'm Christ. But, <laughs> Charlie, the title Christ is only reserved for only one person. The Christ is only for one person. So you hear them on the radio, you hear them on their TV set, you hear them on the social media, and then they are arguing. Who is the angel? Who is not the angel? Who is this? And who is not that? Who is the above four? And who is not the above four? We all, you must know where they are coming from. I give you this, I'll take it back. I give you that, I'll take it back. Now, you see, the church has been dragged into the mud. Deception is one thing that the church must guard against if we will be ready for the coming of Christ. Deception. And unfortunately, most of us preachers, we began well, but we are ending foolishly. Oh, ye foolish Galatians. So, so some of us preachers, we have no moral right to quote that scripture to rebuke our members because we ourselves, we are the cause. We are not preparing the church. I thank God for the life of Papa One who has called us for such a conference. So I think yesterday or today I was, I was telling my mother, I said, ah, 2021, was it not the same team that we handle? Maranatha, Jesus is coming. This one, they said, he's coming soon. Are you ready? I said, God, what is wrong with my brother? But there's nothing wrong with him. Somebody said to the wife, May I just want to go to heaven. So Papa Wan just want to go to heaven. And he's calling all of us to go to heaven with him. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord this evening. I'll be wrapping up very soon. In preparation for his coming, the church have to be patient. You are the church. You have to be patient. Look at what Brother James said in James 5 7. James 5 7. James 5 said, He said, James 5 7 said, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, be patient. Say with all seriousness, tell them, be patient. Be patient. Be patient. We are too much in the rush. So we are, we are crushing. We are making mess of our salvation. My brother has built skyscrapers. I must also build the same skyscrapers taller than him. Now the church has, we are, we are on a race track. We are competing. Who will, be, who will come out as a Hussein boat? Who will break the record of Hussein boat? I'm telling you the truth. 
The, the preachers here, they know what I'm talking about. Want to be noted to be the pastor with the best church, the pastor with the biggest congregation, the pastor with the biggest auditorium. There's nothing wrong with all this. We need the auditorium to house the people. But how big it is, how small it is, listen, it is still auditorium. I used to drive a Brasha Sierra. And that Obrasha Sierra nearly broke down my marriage. But that day my marriage didn't break down because of the Obrasha said I said it will not break again. Because the woman was, was, was not ready to be pushing and be pushing and be pushing. Get down and push. Get down and push. So because of that, when, when she went to driving school and graduated as a good driver, she refused to drive that Obrasha Sierra. I will be begging her, drive it like go. You say, mm, 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 mm. I don't want trouble on the way. <laughs> the Lord have mercy. But the same Obrasha Seka, I took it to Kumasi about two or three times. It can fire. The same Obrasha Seka, I went to Pando with it. To carry a brother who had a serious accident, had a serious fracture, we had to carry him from Pando to uh, Aponche Clinic. Steve, and I was on the steer, steering. Who? We call it Siroko. Vind of Blue Siroko. Today there are no members of World Life here, so I can talk about Siroko. If they were members of World Life here, I'll be in trouble. Who fire, 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 fire? Who overtake it? Who fire, fire, fire? Who overtake it? Fire, fire, fire? Who overtake it? Then I did one overtake, and I realized that mm, 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 Jesus, Jesus, don't come now. Jesus, don't come now. Jesus, don't come now. When I did that last overtaking, the oppression like I said, is still telling me, Jesus is coming soon. I said, Stephen, we are in trouble. Because it was in the cave. Then I saw this big truck coming. Jesus saved my life. Why are we worrying ourselves? Ladies and gentlemen, car is not the standard. Dresses are not the standard. Ladies, you have blue, gray, white mixed with black, gray. You have indigo. You have red. You have mauve. You have yellow. You have all kinds of hair, hair hanging in your wardrobe. That's not the standard. Can I hear amen? amen? The standard is our salvation. The standard is your heart. The standard is your first love. The standard is the crown that you are jealously guarding against. Can I hear the church say hallelujah? That is the standard. That, those things is just to make us look good on earth. But let it not take away your preparedness for him to come back. Because to some of our ladies, when he appeared, they will be struggling as to how to fix the green hair. Then before, oh, we are gone. Because some can spend one hour 
Just fixing the green hair. The twisted this way. The twisted this way. Shemamila, Shemami, Shemami. By the time you say Shemami number two, we are gone. Tell your neighbor, don't let them go and leave us. Praise the Lord. Come on, clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. Let's guard against, let's be patient in life. He said, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. Waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. He said, you also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Praise the Lord. Now, in preparation of the coming of the Lord, we have to be discerning. We have to seriously function in the gift of discernment. Discerning spirit. Almost about 90% of the church don't know what is the gift of discernment. Our intuition is dead. Our everything is dead. But we can still come back. Even at my level, anytime I go before the Lord and praying, I pray specifically for all the nice spiritual gifts one by one, as I used to do. Even now, I still do it. The gift of the same Lord. May I not miss it. May I not miss it. The Bible says, test all spirits and see which of them is of the Lord. The gift of discernment is one of the nice spiritual giftings. If it were not to be important, God wouldn't have enlisted it. So when you lack discernment, that's where you'll be swayed by vain words. Hello, are you here? Vain words. If you lack discernment. It is, it is Coca-Cola mixed with mirror that will bring the baby. Obwa. Have you heard it yourself like that? It is honey placed at the side of the one loaf of bread. Eat all one loaf of bread. Put the honey not in the middle. Put it at the side. Is that what the Holy Spirit is telling you? You like the same man. So what they tell you is what you do. Why, yeah, 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 yeah. So I said the same man. Say the same man. Do you know that relationship can cause you not to go to heaven? Hmm? Relationship. Church, do you know that? We are not discerning. When a brother walks to you, you have to be discerning. When a sister walks to you, you have to be discerning. Is he of God? Is she of God? No, 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 no. We only see the afro. We only see the swag. That's why I me mean tonight I put down the swag. And I came in the simplicity. This one has been the wardrobe for many years. So when I was looking through, we looking through, I found myself, I think this one will fit tonight. Many years. Discernment. For lack of discernment, many have made shipwreck of their faith. If you are a prophet, why should you go and marry a witch? So that's why you have to be careful how to take some titles. Am I talking tonight? 
You say you are a prophet too. And now you are complaining my wife is a witch. You say you are a prophetess. You are now complaining my husband is a wizard. So God didn't reveal to you when you were, you like discernment. You only saw the flamboyance of the woman. You only saw the car the woman was driving. You only saw the money the woman was commanding. Oh, this is the woman I must marry to help my ministry. It will cause you not to be ready. Praise the Lord. And many people have made shipwreck. Believers have made shipwreck of their faith. Marrying the wrong spouses, partners. And now instead of you to, to, to you see, so for that you have lost your first love. To wrap up quickly and to end, the Bible said, what this one? In Matthew chapter 24, verse 4, quickly, I told you I'll be reading a lot of scriptures. Matthew 24, verse 4 and 5. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and I shall, and shall deceive many. So, we need to guard against. So, the spirit of the cement will help us also to be ready when Jesus comes. The next point is, do not lose your hope. Jesus is coming home. You have heard it. Uh, they were being preached before we were born. And Jesus is not coming. Oh, sure. I mean, baby, being far. But don't lose your hope. When you began, things were happening in your life. All of a sudden, life is becoming tough. So, is Jesus still alive? Is God still alive? I say, yes, God is still alive. Am I talking to somebody? Maybe you might be going through some tough times. Ye Levy has come to worsen our situation. Hiking petrol courses are question. Standard of living is so bad. Not in Ghana alone, worldwide. My senior brother lives in UK. And anytime we are talking on phone, it's a bishop. Life is not easy here with us. I have friends in the US. When you are talking with them, it is not easy with them. Ladies and gentlemen, all these things can cause us to lose our faith in our God. Once you lost your faith in God, you are losing your crown and your salvation. In our preparation, may we not lose our faith. Keep on hoping and keep on trusting. My mother was sick to the point of death. And her father, that was my grandfather, I was then a little boy and I vividly recollect the story. My grandfather brought in some boko, some fetish priest and other things to come and diagnose my mother's sickness and to help cure the sickness and all that. And when my mother realized that these are the people that were brought in to help cure her sickness, not to die, she told the father, he said, if it is these people, I will not submit myself. I better die if my Jesus will not heal me. I better die than to submit myself for fetish priest 
to heal me so that the glory will go not to my God. Is somebody here? I heard it. I was there. I was a little boy. It has remained with me until now. Let us not lose our faith in God. The next thing I want to say is we must live as though it is now it will happen. So the question is that including myself if the trumpet should sound what would be our fate right now in this conference? Hello? If the trumpet sounds, there will be no there will be no, no opportunity for repentance again. No. Because when the thing, the thing will just come just like that, split second. He said, I'm coming like a thief. That is why I don't agree with churches that wait for members to come to church before the one leading us in intercession prayer and say, let us pray for forgiveness of our sins. Forgive, ask God for forgiveness in your home before you enter the church. Hello, church. So how ready are we? We got to be ready. So we must live our life as though any moment from now it will happen. When we got saved, I got saved in the 80s. A bit late 80s. And the teachings that I received or we received in those 80s, they were teaching us, Christ will come soon. Christ will come soon. Live your life as though he's coming today. At the same time, live your life as though he's coming tomorrow. Praise the Lord. So if I want to balance my teaching tonight, I said it earlier in my submission that it is not the cars, it is not the lands, it is not the houses, it is not the dresses, but nevertheless, we need those things to live and to survive on earth. Can you say amen? amen? At the same time, we also live our life as though it is not about the cars and the houses and the lands that Jesus will just come right now. So all the time, you must be ready. We must be ready. Assuming you are an Amachi Dede Biaba and you are quaffing the latest beer. Because somewhere in the book of Galatians, the Bible said there is no space for drunkards in the kingdom. Hello? Should I go there? That's my last, then I, I, I closed my Bible. It said there is no space for drunkards. There is no space for fornicators. There is no space for idolaters. There is no space. So it is listed. The fruits of the flesh. The, 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 the work of the flesh. So if we are ready for his coming, then we must run away from certain things and get ourselves ready. Praise the Lord. There is no space. Today, in a Christian brother and a Christian sister's party or funeral, we virtually don't know whether they are truly Christians. Because when your uncle die or your mother die or your auntie die or your cousin die or your brother die, when we come to your funeral, you are serving Guinness. You are serving beer. You are serving hard liquor. And they try to hide it from some of us. You go to some funeral parties, some funeral parties, bono parties, you see people 
there's a Coca-Cola bottle by a glass. But when you scrutinize well, you realize that what is in the, the content of the glass is different from the content in the, of the bottle. And Christian brothers and sisters have graduated so much. So they will quickly call for the Guinness and pour the Guinness. And quickly call for a bottle of Coke and put the bottle of Coke by the side. They will pour small and put the rest there. When you come, I'm not drinking Guinness. I'm drinking Coca-Cola. How ready are you? We are not condemning. But awareness. Drunkards will not go. Liars will not go. Me the other day I put on my WhatsApp status. I said, when you are lying to me, I know you are lying, but I'll just be nodding my head. Yes, sir. You just continue lying. And we are perfect liars. Very perfect. Professionals. We know how to free ourselves. Tell your neighbor by your side, Jesus is coming soon. How ready are you? As I close, I close with Galatians 5.16. Galatians 5.16. Galatians 5.16 said, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. This I say then, Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because the flesh are always in contention with the spirit. And when you get to that crossroad where you have to make see, 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 Bogoto, Bogoto, no, no, if you get to that crossroad as a Christian brother or sister, they know that you are seriously in trouble. You are not ready for the coming. Your yea must be yea. And your nay must be nay. If you say no to the world, say no to the world. If you say yes to Christ, stay on course. And be focused. Because he's coming for a pure church. He's coming for a strong church. He's coming for a militant church. Let us forget about we are coming, we are teaming, we are say, we are say. All these things, you see, they are the strategies of the devil. They are the strategies of the devil to keep the church marking time. But I believe that the time has come that we all rise up and go back for our first love, hold fast what the Lord has given to us, our salvation. Don't trade your salvation for nothing. Don't trade it for nothing. So, we need to walk in the spirit. As I hand over the microphone, I want to, as I appeal to the whole church, I also want to appeal to our, this department here. This department. Members of this department, are you here? This department plus the singers along the side. This department is a very sensitive department that Satan is always attacking. 
And Satan don't want members of this department to make it to heaven, to be ready for Christ. So this department here, we call that the music department of every church organization. They are always in contention, always fighting, always quarreling. And I heard Dr. Apiani said yesterday that we have to literally beg our instrumentalists to be up and doing in our churches. And it is true. But we are careful how to touch them. But if you don't talk well and they leave, if, if, if the keyboardists leave, the drama goes away, you're in trouble. And yet there are the department sometimes, sometimes so savvy, sometimes so, they fool a lot in the church. This department. The singers, they are marvelous. They are wonderful people. They are doing a great job. Actually, they are, I heard Apostle yesterday, Dr. Pini said it. He said, the musicians, the choristers in the church, they are the department that are always working, moving with the pastor. In the whole year, other departments can go to sleep, but for them, they don't go to sleep. And yet, they can lose their salvation. Because in your department, <laughs> things go on in that department. We have to be careful. Me, I've been in a church before that a prayer warrior leader has impregnated a prayer warrior member again. <laughs> ah, it no be true. Mama <laughs> Doc, prayer warrior leader. Hey, 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 no, no, hey, he was watching and praying. Then, then the prayer warrior member also, the lady also, hey, hey, then she do, hey. Music department, we love you. Across board, we love you. You are fantastic people. You are wonderful people, but you have to be careful. So there are brothers among you that are laying the sisters down. They jump from the sister from one to another. Three of us. Oh, we have been hearing stories too. So the other day I saw a video. The one who was playing the keyboard. How can you be in the spirit? Say what? I say then walk in the spirit. And ye shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. You are on the keyboard praying musical, spiritual music for us to praise our God. And yet, the music you are playing, the keyboard you are playing, oh Jesus, your waist is going like this. And I believe that he told somebody, put the video on me. Sensual, sensual moving, movement. Oh, they know that, they know that I'm speaking the truth to they know. I have friends, ladies who are musicians. And some will tell you there are some churches when the man of God invites them to come and preach, the man of God wants to sleep with them. How ready are we? We are joking. Let us all come back to our first love. <laughs>